forces will come to your aid and I am locking in for the first time in the history of the Penn. they're gonna knock off Kansas a great three-point defensive team and the good wow. news is if this happens you will never hear from me again I will be gone so root for Penn and you'll never have to listen to me We're again. All I'm I'm right. Ooh, that did not age well <laughs> my man also that. sharpied uh Sharpied Virginia in, so that aged pretty well, though. A 16 seed was has never upset a, upset a one seed, and KU was going to be the first team to do that. So I was ready for it. But instead, we get to see uh, not only a 16 beat a one seed, but a 16 beat a one seed handedly. That's Which crazy. honestly, in, in my opinion. Um, which we can get into it, I guess, after a little while. Maybe we should start by notating who's all here, and, and then we can jump into it. Yeah. My name's Jay. Justin. Jason. J. Kirk P. Whatever you want to call me. It starts with a J. That's what everybody seems to do. Um, to my right, I've got Corey Peterson, otherwise known as Gord. A.K.A. P. to the core. And to my right, we've got Curtis, A.K.A. Kurt. AKA the real deal Beal. Yeah. It's been AKA. so long. It's been so long that we actually introed each other that uh, yeah. we had to no idea right, what to do. We got Casper, the friendly Ooh. ghost. Ooh. Down one today. Tyler's doing tanks. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm gonna put everybody on front street because we're we're for the people. Who else here has done your taxes yet? I have. Oh. Like a month ago. Not me. Dude, Damn, you, I you do it known. early, they'll get it your money in like a week. It's not about the money, to, dude. But then, then you have more time to panic that you did something wrong and they're going to want their money back. Um, but, hmm. Yo, shout out to Shannon trying to, so, like, dude, why are you taking a whole night just to do taxes? He's like, well, Shannon wants to do them by hand. It's like, dude, no. That's just a terrible idea. But we're down, Tybo. We're going to miss his, his witty comments, but... No stat guy tonight. We're going to have to come up with our own Oh, stats. I brought stats. Okay. Filling in <laughs> for stat guy Tybo. Back to the 16-1s. KU, let's be honest. We got down early and we we're a little worried. The three uh, of us watched yes. the game together. Um, it was a little tense. Um, I hardly them, ever worry at the beginning of a KU game. Like the whole first half, any game all year, I never worry, just even if we're down 5 or 10, but... This one was worrying me. We are down 10 in like the first 10, minutes. 10 or 15 minutes of the game. So, But I don't know how but it they finished. They freed Detay, so we're straight. Whenever they free Detay, don't have to worry. Dude put the team on his back and... Shirt's on sale now. Shirt's on sale now at <laughs> www.teespring or something. Don't trust, me to, don't trust me to say anything. I call our podcast by the wrong name. <laughs> Yeah, check our Twitter. One Shining Pod. I mean, uh, oh, <laughs> all right. Well, just, just kidding. Jog it up podcast if you want the t shirt. Uh, we've sold a lot so far, so get it while it's hot. Um, We're trying to get a new mic. If you can't tell, I think this is probably the. We don't really know, but I think the mic I'm on right now, you might not hear me as well. You probably noticed last week 
We just need we need to get another mic. That's really that's what your shirt funds would go to. Yeah. We just it's not that these mics suck, it's that they're different and so the levels are different and we just need have something difficulty. Of the same. Be nice to have uh, a little bit more consistency with the mics but we know we're working on it it's a work in progress but okay so my thought on the 16 over one so virginia um not only that so we should get to the point so basically virginia was the number one overall seed therefore the you i always get you must be cinderella that's how i remember umbc (laughs) that's what everyone says you must be cinderella that's no longer in the tournament but therefore they were the worst team possible so not only did a 16 beat a one, but it was the worst team in the tournament beat the best team in the tournament. And I, I mean, we can say that they were without DeAndre Hunter, um, which we thought was going to be a big deal, but we didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. It just, I don't know. Virginia just looked lost. It was uncomfortable to watch. I almost just felt bad because I really liked Virginia. I was really hoping this would have been like Duke or Kentucky, North Carolina. I just hated it to see. I hated to see it be Virginia. I like Tony Bennett. Mm. He gets a bad rap. They haven't. He has never been to a Final Four. This was going to be the year, and it went up in flames. I, KU fans should be able to empathize. Like we've seen that oh shit look before that was on Kyle Guy's face. You're going to beat um, that out, dude. Right? We don't cuss oh, on this podcast. So. Oh shit. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I, I told you, you and I disagreed on this. I had my doubts about Virginia. I th- thought they're an awesome team, but I just thought one of these days they're not going to be be able to. Their offense isn't going to show up, and you can't stop everybody. You can't stop the best teams in the country six times in a row. Um, and they didn't. What's his name? Jarius Lyles was a man. Like a lottery pick. Yeah. It. The thing is, and we talked about, Virginia was truthfully not built. They're not built to come back. The whole year they would be up by eight, but if you're playing Virginia, that meant you were down by like 30 because they're slow the pace down. If you didn't watch the game, it was halftime was 21 to 21. I mean, at half it was 21 to 21, and at the time you're thinking, okay, Virginia's going to go on this run, they're going to take the lead and then hold it off. But it was the opposite. UMBC took the lead, went up by 10 with like – 15 minutes left and all of a sudden it's like Virginia's not built to come back. Virginia started pressing in a sense of pressing like shooting a lot, not like pressing defensively, but they were pressing, shooting, taking tough shots, missing them. Ty Jerome was trying to take over and then you had Kyle Guy trying to take, it was just a free for all and they weren't playing as a team and you knew like at the 10 minute mark, like this isn't, this isn't good. They're going to lose and it happened. And I think it's crazy. I, it's never happened before. And it's one of those things where you think, like, is this ever going to happen in my lifetime? And to be able to see it in the moment, it was a super late game, so you had to stay up late. But I was like, I'm not falling asleep for this. Like, this is history. And it was pretty cool to watch, albeit at the hands of Tony Bennett in Virginia. And the number one most Googled thing was, what's UMBC? (laughs) I'll be honest, I had no idea what UMBC stood for before the tournament. You must be a Cinderella. Yeah, but... Um, that's one of those where like just go with Baltimore yeah it's or UMB at the <sighs> um, also my thought on it is that 
it's historic, but it almost was ruined by the fact that they got ran that bad. A 20-point victory, like, I I wish that it was, like, a last-second shot, and I feel like then it'd be considered, like, probably one of the greatest sports moments of all time. But now it's just kind of like, I mean, it's it's definitely historic. It's the only time it's ever happened and probably the only time it'll happen for a while. Um, but it just thinks that it was a 20-point victory, and it made it less... Uh, there's know. no shock. Uh, yeah. It took away from the shock value, I guess. I um, wanted to see the Virginia players like after like they they were they were done with ten minutes left in the game. You know, it's true. And of course, that loss led to the great debates of what was the greatest upset in history. And I was looking. Virginia has both of them. Yeah, it, it's well they do, but. In a sense of sports, I wasn't around. I don't remember this, so I can't take credit. Or I, I mean, I can't say that I know anything about it. But um, the Douglas versus Tyson fight and Tyson losing, they got, everyone still says that's the greatest upset ever. And believe it or not, the greatest upset in tournament history based on a spread point oh. is still our good friends to the east of us over there. <laughs> Missouri uh. lost to Norfolk State favored by 21 and a half. Virginia was favored by 20 and a half. So it wasn't even the greatest upset. I think Gord had a, a really, really good point. It's like, if it would have been like a last second shot UMBC hit, mm-hmm. it would have been a greater upset. It's yeah. wild to think because right. they blew him out, but yeah, the shock factor. You're yeah, I just feel like everybody's going to... I mean, it, it's un, it's an unforgettable moment, but at the same time, I think people will... It won't be... It, I don't know if it'll be talked about as much. I don't even think it's of, the... I don't even think it's the biggest topic of the tournament in like getting covered wise, I think it's still Loyola because Loyola's gone back to back buzzer beaters. <laughs> then you have the clutch gene, sister gene, mm, okay, uh, international superstar, self proclaimed. But I honestly, and and we can shift to that. But I think that they're almost more talked about now. Virginia kind of has gotten a a pass. I mean, they're not going to live it down, and it's going to be unfortunate because next year time comes like, oh, is Virginia going to get past the first round, or is Tony Bennett a good coach? But as far as, like, for the tournament purposes, this tournament's a mess. I mean, we could go through the teams. There's literally a 12 – there's a couple 11 seeds. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it's just a fiasco. And so it, it's kind of helped Virginia in that sense, like, where people are like, all right, let's move on to the next story, which is loyal to Chicago. Yeah, thanks to Sister Jean, like, people are forgetting about UMBC. I bet you that there's been probably – more mentions in articles about this tournament about Sister Jean than there probably has been about the 16 over one. Yeah, she's stealing the headlines. Oh yeah, she's not even picking them to win tomorrow. Yeah, she's got them losing in this round. Did well, they say had, who she, she had, had? That's what I was Tennessee? about to say. Uh, I don't know that For Cincinnati. She, she didn't have them to advance, but we don't know that that was against Nevada, Nevada, no. Nevada. I say Nevada. I say Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Nevada. Speaking of, another crazy thing of the tournament, now that you're talking about, Cincinnati was up by 22. Yeah. Largest comeback in history. Is it really? Yeah. Like, these kinds of things are happening left and right. minutes left. Yeah, and and then if you didn't see it, Nevada came back and beat them. A seven seed beat a two. Cincinnati's known for their defense. I think we talked about, like, Mick Cronin and about, like, I think I even mentioned something about watch out for them, but as, like, to get upset, but at the same time, their defense is so good that if they're up by 22, it's like, they're one of the top defenses in the country, and they gave up a 22-point lead. So. Mm-hmm. We should great. probably mention that Tyler did have 
I had Loyola Chicago in the Sweet 16. Tyler has them in the Elite Eight, I think. I think he no, Chuck it. City does. Our boy Chuck said oh, he has really? him in the Elite Eight. Yeah. I thought Shout out Chuck. Tyler said Sweet Jacksonville. 16. Uh, but, I mean, that's the team I think everybody's rooting for out of the, out of the South. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No question. But then again, I mean, I think that if you're looking at the possible Elite Eight matchup, Kentucky – over K State winning in the Sweet 16, but then like, who would you rather see play Kentucky, Loyola, Chicago, or Nevada? Loyola, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, there's really no win there, just because we have to watch Kentucky probably make it to the Final Four. But but yeah, but they're young guys. They're freshmen. They're really young. Kentucky is. I mean, can't I mean, can't fault them if they they've lose never been K-State. here before. They've, they've never been freshmen. here. They've never yeah, been here they're freshmen. Like I've told my guys, like. Guys, you're young. I mean, you got to think somebody tells him that he says this too much. He doesn't care. Because he literally knows, I think on he knows point it. every time he gets an interview. I think he knows. Yeah, it. watch next next John Calpari interview. It'll be tomorrow, today, if you're listening to this on Thursday, which you have to be because it's Wednesday. And they're going to interview him at halftime. He's going to say, Yeah, you know what? We're up four, but we're young. This is going to be a challenge coming back in the second half. This game's not over. Everyone's telling us we have an easy ride to the final four. I told these guys. You've never been here. You don't know. know, Yeah. Something like that. But anyway, He likes to pretend that he didn't create the roster situation that he has. So taking it, so we kind of step forward. So UMBC beats Virginia. So that opens up the door for Kansas State, Mm -hmm. who then was favored by 10. Everyone's like, okay, this should be a walk in the park. UMBC, they had their glory ride. They're going to get destroyed by K-State. K-State decides to make it a game and let UMBC hang around. Probably the worst game of the tournament, oh, watching-wise. <laughs> yeah, definitely yes. the worst game of basketball I've ever watched. And I and I say that with 100% objectivity. like Because I have nothing against K-State's players. I actually like the team that Bruce has put together. Um, I think Mayween's turned into a pretty awesome basketball player. But... Good lord, that was terrible. That was so brutal. Like, and K State's getting a ton of credit for their defense, and they did. They every time Lyles would try to drive, like they would. He's so quick. He would get a first couple steps, but they wouldn't let him get his shoulders turned to try and finish. They he had to kick it out. But UMBC still got a ton of open looks. I mean, how many times did they shoot a three down one down three? Like really had an opportunity to take the lead, tie it, make it a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Xavier Sneed bails out K-State a couple times at the end of the shot clock, and the rest is history. But Yeah, and we didn't mention six weeks ago, UMBC lost to Albany. Yeah, you don't probably recognize that name because they're nowhere near a tournament. Yeah, they lost to them by 30. So this team, I mean, they might have came together at the right time, but they aren't great. So I don't know if it was just a – I don't know what was going on with K-State. And then in that same realm um, – we kind of have a we're going to do our CSI investigation for K-State. So rumor was that Dean Wade had a fractured foot. That was what was coming out. It's like he's not playing because he has a fracture, stress fracture in his leg. But then today on Twitter, someone got a video camera into their practice and he's jumping around practicing. So is he playing? Is he not? We don't really know. Um, that will be something to watch. Obviously, he's not going to be 100%. So is it something, would you rather have Dean Wade at 80% or, 
Uh, may we? This homeboy that took off this tournament. Uh, my girl. My girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got having his own tournament of stars. He had 13 points all year. Had 17 points in the first game. So that's something. Uh, I, to their credit, beating Creighton the way they did, that was a great win. Yeah. It's almost equally as good win as a was a bad win over UMBC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give them credit where credits due. Still in the Sweet 16. It's always a feat, no matter who you play. Yeah, yeah. Bruce is a decent basketball coach. Like he's sticking around, baby. As long as we can keep that guy around, they're they're gonna be pretty damn good next year. I think they don't lose anybody unless Dean Wade decides to test the waters. But I don't know that he's a pro. Um, at least yeah. not worth leaving early over. So well, especially with this injury now, I think that that actually helped K State. He'll probably stick around. Yeah, K State's good. It's going to be good next year. Like you said, getting to the Sweet 16, you you play who's in front of you. You can't fault K-State for having to play UMBC. It was just a miserable game to watch. And I'm not going to say that I bet minus 10 on K-State because I thought for sure they'd cover, and they didn't. And I'm not mad about it because the homeboy missed the one-and-one, one, best free throw shooter on the team. They were up by nine. They just had to make one, and I pushed if I would have bet, but I didn't. Um, hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically, I'm not a gambler. It's illegal, so... I would never do that. But I'm a little bitter about that as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you could, I couldn't be more happy with, with the tournament in terms of entertainment. It might get a little – that South region's kind of wishy-washy now. It doesn't – tomorrow's games or today's games aren't going to be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Def, Friday will definitely be more entertaining. And not just because Kansas is in it. I mean, it's just a better – better, better Yeah, there's better games. Um, another Cinderella story, Syracuse, Limson to the tournament, literally the very last team. And I mentioned this last t- podcast. I thought it was Oklahoma, so I was wrong. But Syracuse did this in 2016. They were the very last team to get in. And then all of a sudden they play their playing game and then just go on a run. Yeah. And it's they have a defense, the zone defense. If you're not hitting shots and I don't – it's it's Bayheim's thing and it's working out for them. They – Probably won't beat Duke. Duke looks like the best team in the tournament, aside from Villanova. They're one and two, and then the rest of the field kind of thing. Unfortunately, as a KU fan, I, but just watching, you clearly have to say it's Duke, Villanova, the rest of the field. Mm-hmm. So they're probably going to beat Syracuse, and then hopefully KU can take on Auburn. Or I mean, not even Auburn. Um, Clemson. Can beat Clemson, which we'll, we'll go more in depth in a little bit. But um, And then we'll have Duke versus Kansas. But I, I guess know. while we're – on the topic of upsets, the only other one of note is Wichita State getting beat. Mm. No, Marshall, Marshall won, dude. Marshall won, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so shout that's, out Marshall for winning. Great, uh, not Greg, not Greg. Which that's tough for them because they had, what, six seniors. Um, Shamit, probably going no to go pro. Not yeah. a good way to go out for him. Well, yeah, he was no – I mean, you got to give it up. Frank Camp, we, we messed around, joked around with. He was their best player by far yeah. against Marshall. I mean, I don't know what happened to Shamit. I don't know what happened to the rest of the team, but – Frank Camp was like the only one playing. It was really interesting to see. And it was a good way, I guess, for him to go out in the sense of him personally. But Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're going to have a rebuilding period. We'll see if they can restock that roster. Uh, they did lose. They had a four-star point guard committed. He flipped today. He's going to stay home in Memphis. Penny. Penny's going to get some dudes. We'll see if he can actually coach. Um, but okay, so we briefly got into it. Um, 
KU pin, got down early, a little nervous, pulled away, still covered. Mm. Anything else on that? Yeah. So second round, we meet up with Seton Hall, which Tyler uh, accurately predicted that we would have some trouble with Delgado, which that guy is just a, a man. Um, and thank God that Doak was able to play. Um, 20 minutes or something. What did he play? He played, he played 22 minutes. Um, a lot was made of that. He only plays 23 minutes a game. Yeah. So, but Bill usually said because after of the game, if he would have played, I don't remember what he said, but I thought he said if he would have played, you know, 30 minutes, he would have been the MVP of the game instead of Malik. But mm-hmm. it's an interesting stat that he only, but that's not because of injury. You're no, it's usually because he fouls yeah. out or he just gets gas. That's a big man. Yeah. Um, it, the game was, it was close, but it ended, the score was closer. Than Another the bad beat for you gamblers out there. What I've also told these guys, if I was a gambler, I would never bet on KU or a team that I like because if they lose, it just hurts twice as much. So I didn't, but just so you're aware, and you've probably seen it around, Kansas was a four-and-a-half-point favorite, and they were up by seven with – well, that whole thing, they – Seton Hall was – making threes left and right. Like, that game was, yeah, yeah like a 10-point game. Down the stretch. And so they go, I think it was, I don't remember who was at the line, Devontae Malik hit two free throws. We go up by seven, and it's pretty much over. There's a few seconds left. Of course, they come down and hit a three. And if you've seen the video, these people that are at a sports book in Vegas, everyone is just, because everyone took Kansas four and a half, and the line, or when, he got, when the guy hit the three, it went to a four-point game. So it's a loss if you took Kansas, basically. And everyone was just like, oh, my gosh. So that was probably the worst. Like, as far as tournament goes, that was probably the worst beat of the tournament so far. So that's worth mentioning. And too. that hit the over as well. That too. Oh, I did see something. So in that was last, double. In the last, I'm going to butcher this, but I think it's the last, like, three, mi- three minutes of the game. Something two minutes of the game or, like, minute 30. Something yeah, crazy. 90 seconds. Yeah, 90 seconds. 31 scored, points yeah. were scored. In wow. 90 seconds. 31 points so, to hit the over. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, they don't, don't bet. Don't I, bet. I always said gambling. I've never been to Vegas, so I always said it, if I went to Vegas, I would want to go during March Madness. But like, whenever before March Madness, that always seems like a good idea. Now that we're in the Sweet Sixteen, uh, and you hear all these horror stories about betting the tournament, like <laughs> th- this is a reason why you shouldn't go bet the tournament because odds are you're gonna lose a lot. You may win half the time, but like. You're never going to go... You won't win half the time. You're never going to go... It's uh, exciting enough. You're probably never going to be on top unless you made some really bold prediction like Arizona losing to Buffalo in the first round, which we didn't really mention, but a lot of teams had Arizona going to the Final Four, if not the championship game, if not winning at all. Uh, Michigan State, we didn't didn't mention Michigan. So I think the predominant pick was Michigan State. Virginia and Michigan State were supposed to meet up in the final. That was what everyone thought. And Michigan State or Arizona, like I feel like we didn't mention North Carolina lost too. Like, all right, here we go. We're gonna take ten seconds. I'm just gonna mention all the teams that you didn't realize weren't in the tournament anymore. If for those that are used to North Carolina out, Arizona out, Uh, Virginia out, Xavier out, Xavier out, Wichita State out. Oh yeah, Xavier out too. (laughs) Cincinnati out. Uh, I don't. All right, that's ten seconds. (laughs) I missed a bunch, but they're all out. And it's incredible that there's all these the best. So there's a couple one seeds, a couple two seeds, and 
a bunch of 11 seeds yeah. left in the tournament. So, yeah, I don't. We were talking about this a little bit before, but I definitely have no teams left in the South region. I didn't pick Kentucky, and I definitely didn't pick any of the rest of um, that field to make it to the lead eight. So, South's all ruined. So, uh, unless you're a big believer in Kentucky, there's no way you picked the South with a straight face if you have any of that right. left. Um, but yeah, then again, disaster. it is March, and this is the reason why like you could be the smartest and and watch uh, hours and hours of film about college basketball and still get it completely wrong. And th- but that's also the beauty of it, like you know, picking doing brackets with your work league or whatever. Like oh, most, brutal! It stinks that somebody's probably gonna win in your in your work pool that watched you know. Uh, maybe like one or two games throughout all of college basketball this year, but that's also kind of the beauty of it too. But that's why you don't gamble in Vegas, though. Moral of the story: Moral don't the go story. to Vegas and bet bet on. Don't put dude, your don't bet on it. Don't it's, put your one year old daughter's college fund all on Virginia. Kansas State minus ten. No, I did not do that. I did not do that. Don't Maggie. I did not. <laughs> it was just half of it. Yes. Um, no, she's going. All to right. So Virginia we're. Go. I think let's just move on. We're at the Sweet Sixteen. All those games are behind us. We did such a brilliant job of telling you all the upsets and all the teams that are no longer in it. And now we're moving on to the Sweet 16. We'll start with the teams outside of Kansas. Then we'll, we'll finish up with the, the KU-Clemson matchup. But we'll just quickly run through. So first game, we'll start in the, uh, the dreaded most difficult region, South region. We got Kentucky going against Kansas State. I think Kansas, we just talked about this. Kentucky's favored by five and a half, and the line seems really weird. I don't, Kentucky, I think Justin, you made a good point that about like Kate State has like Dean Wade, but pretty much Kentucky has the um, lottery the, the version. The pro equivalent of yeah, Dean Wade, yeah. With Kevin Knox. And that kind of, and then we kind of looked and it's like Gilchrist. Al- Gilgis Alexander is like the pro version of uh, Sneed yeah. or something like that. I mean, it's just like K-State has the secondary version of all these players, but at the same time, they're still fresh plus five and a half. Yeah. They're oh, still fresh. They're, they're so young. Yeah, they're, they're so young. young. You know, K-State's experience. The only, the only way I see this going well for K-State is, I mean, they're pretty good defensively. They'll get up in your grill. Is if that really bothers Kentucky and they're not – you know they're they're young. They just don't know. They just don't know how to play tough. You know, so you just you don't know how they're gonna react. But but seriously, like that's the only scenario that I could. So basically, what we're saying is take the five and a half K State. You want the points. K State's gonna cover. They might even win. That's one of those lines where yeah, yeah. That's one of those I, lines I where you're think, like, what do they know? I think honestly that I would take K State just because that tells you like all your instincts tell you not to take K State. Um, what and, are they, what are they daring you to do? They, you don't know about Dean Wade, but still, Dean Wade being at 80%, is that really worth it? With the, Like you said, Mayween's playing great. Um, McGill, what's the guy's name? McGirt. McGirt. McGirl. McGirl. Playing actually decent. Do you want to mess with that? I mean, maybe after UMBC, you probably do after that game. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, okay, so I think we're all in agreement that Kentucky Kentucky's in. probably going to win. You know what? I'm gonna say K State. K State's gonna win. Oh. I got a feeling. Oh. I 
I just have to do it because I just don't like Kentucky. I don't like either team, but I just despise. Coach Cal is the reason I think I don't like Kentucky. Just those little comments we were talking about. So. Well, I think that it'll, it's, it'll be hard to even want to cheer for Kentucky for the rest of my life because of, because of him. Like, even, even when he's long gone, I think I'll still just have this, like, it's like when you're growing up and a friend of yours hate, uh, likes a team and it just pisses you off and then you just forever hate them or something happens in your childhood. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing with, with... Yeah, that's the way I feel about Green Bay. So. Yeah. I have, yeah, I mean, that's how I am with K-State. Like, Why? there's people I grew up with who were diehard K-State fans mm-hmm. that I haven't talked to in years, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, man, I hope this really hurt them. Right. I hope this really stinks. Yes. But, um, yeah, Yeah. point point taken. No, so, no, no real winners here. Loyola, then, Nevada. Loyola, There's going to be a winner Loyola, in Loyola, Nevada. Yep, the Loyola, Loyola sister jeans versus the Nevada comeback kids. The muscle men shirtless. The, Their coach literally takes a shirt. bombs <laughs> on <laughs> broadcast. Dude out here balling at Kansas. Whole family is on. Yeah. Anyway, I think great stories out of the South. Clay Custer, we talked yeah. about it, Ben Rich, but Clay Custer at the game when he shot against uh, Tennessee, kind of bounced around. If you if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's incredible. Like bounced around fifteen times, finally went in. Um, so I, I do think Sister Jean played a huge part in that. But not much else to talk about. Loyola, we want Loyola. Loyola's gonna win. Well, I don't know. Sister Jean didn't have him in the Elite Eight, so. Uh, yeah, this but, may be this may be the end of their run. I don't know. But don't sleep on Nevada if Loyola's up by twenty points with ten minutes left in the game. So yeah. that's so. true. All right, on to the next one. So Xavier, we talked oh. about. Oh, I thought you were saying them. Yeah, they're still in it, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, because they, they they look they like they were they were up by... second favorite team. Oh yeah, Florida State. Yeah. Um. Good point. So we have Florida State taking on Gonzaga, who. Had a comeback in themselves because they were down to Ohio State. I mean, by a couple points with like a few minutes left. But their freshman phenom, Naveen Jr. What's his name? Ne- Neville? Neville Jr. No. Oh, my gosh. Why am I not? No, they're freshman that's killing it. Dude hit three in their game. Because they almost lost first round. Remember we were watching that game all together, and we were like, they're about to lose. Oh, and yeah. yeah, you remember when Tyler laughed in my face about Hachimura? Yeah. Being a good ball player, that guy's having a great tournament. He is. Yeah. He's a pro, no question. Um, I This is embarrassing now. I can't think of that dude's name. He's literally been tearing up Nevin Jun- something junior, um, but he's been putting the team on his back. And I mean, Tilly's good too, but this kid's incredible. So I think Gonzaga wins that game pretty handily. Does, does Gonzaga making another Elite Eight or even a Final Four put them in the elite company of like, this is a team you respect in, like, KU. Like, yeah, this will like be their North first Carolina. Final Four, right? <laughs> Chow's a big cat. Yeah, that's um, a joke. No, they made the national championship last year. They lost. I mean, I think they're there. They do, they do need some sustained tournament success a couple of years in a row to yeah. be legitimized because they've had some great teams <clears throat> that have fallen apart, and this would definitely go a long way. Um, I've got them in my Final Four. Yeah, me too. The only real hope I have left. Yeah. Um, of setting myself apart from anybody else on that side. That's the only team I have left on that side. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, it's Michigan, Texas A&M yep. out of there. Uh, Michigan. That's another buzzer beater. We didn't get to Oh yeah. catch and shoot. Uh, yeah. The only buzzer. That's beater. A, that's actually legit, legit, truly a true buzzer. Beater. buzzer yeah. beater. Yep. Uh, that was sad. Like, I don't, I was more looking at the Cincinnati team 
and how devastated they were. Yeah. Cincinnati? Or, I mean, uh, who did they beat? Houston. Houston. Yeah. Cincinnati. Our homeboy, uh, uh, Rob Gray. Yes. 39 points. He didn't. He didn't have. Frank no, no, no. First, first round. Yeah. Frank Mason Light, mm-hmm. basically. Um, yeah, I liked Houston. Um, so that was. And then Texas A&M, who is on a tear. So that was the thing. Texas A&M was a top five team beginning of the year. Was playing great. Were playing great. And they had suspension, a couple injuries. All of a sudden, they fall out. They're hanging around the SEC. They make the tournament. They're seven seed, and. They run into North Carolina, and that's another game where it's like they won by 20. That was the largest deficit of Roy Williams' careers in the tournament. I think it was like a 22-point loss. Hmm. And 21. they've got some some NBA play. I mean, Robert Williams, mm-hmm. he's a lottery pick. Um, they, I think they win, honestly. I think they beat Michigan. And I really? am getting a bold prediction and saying they make it to the Final Four. I can, Texas, I, I Texas mean, A&M is going to be in the final four. Not many teams have somebody that can guard Wagner for Michigan, but Robert Williams absolutely yeah. can. Um, and then you got the load Tyler Davis down low for them. Yeah, I mean, that's. I have a lot of thoughts on how K is being perceived in this tournament, um, and this kind of plays into that. But KU manhandled A&M at the Fieldhouse a couple months ago, and that could have been down in their slumping period. But and they they came back and made it a game a little bit, but that was kind of held against us. It was kind of like, oh yeah, KU, KU kind of beats A and M in the in the Big Twelve SEC Challenge, like, and then here they are, showing out in the tournament. And we're not necessarily getting credit for it. We're just kind of that may have to do with being in the same bracket as Duke, but we'll get to that later. Well, we just can get a, to it now. Just a tangent. We can shift to well. Let's do, let's yeah. take a, let's do the East first. We'll do the East. <laughs> who we talked about, Villanova should make it to the Final Four. Villanova has, um, who's their, their games against? West Virginia. West Virginia. Oh, what I like West Virginia to beat Villanova, but it's probably not going to happen. I think, I really like Vaughn Carter, and it's probably Big 12 bias, but I really want them to win. Um, Villanova looks incredible, though. They've manhandled the two teams like they were supposed to. They look like the ones, top one seed. And they've been here before, all these things, but Huggy's never been to a Final Four. Is that right? Something about, or never won an after championship? One of those two. One Final Four, maybe. He has with Cincy, with Ken. I don't know. I don't know if he had. Look it up. Like I said, we aren't bet the best I at that. I think it was West Virginia. Really? Been one of his first couple of years there. Or was that Beeline? Nah. I do know. Last year they were the elite eight, but they lost to Gonzaga on that like towards the end because mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna go then. Um, anyway, I I really like West Virginia. I I mean I don't like them when we play them, but I like them against other teams. I think I read something that Villanova hasn't trailed at half in like fourteen straight games or something. Okay. So if any teams on a hot, hopefully that's right. They're just they're just creeping Sorry. on through. People yeah. don't people don't fact check us yeah. so. Uh, Villanova is good and nobody's talking about them. I yeah. think that's the point to take away from it. Everybody's talking about Duke. <clears throat> Gosh, that's twice. <clears throat> hey, means you're still young, man. Growing boy. You're still young, man, at heart. That's what you want. I wish my voice still cracked. <clears throat> um, no, I think, yeah, Villanova should, should come out of that game. It'd be a good game, though. Yeah, and, really and as will the next one. Um, Texas Tech, I 
Texas Tech, Purdue. Yeah, I think yeah, Purdue. I think that Texas Tech probably finally met their match. I really want Texas Tech to win. Again, it's the Big Twelve thing. Isaac Haas, Purdue, one of Purdue's best players, is out. He tried to make a comeback, but he tried to wear this brace in the NCAA. NCAA was like, nah, bro, you he can't, looked, you can't like, wear that brace, dog. He looks like Rob Gronkowski. Dude, like, bro, like, literally broke it, like, fractured his elbow or something. And there he was like, well, yeah, I'm going to try to make a comeback. And they nixed that real quick. It was on his shooting hand, too. I don't know what he expected him to do, but didn't work out for him. So, um, we talked about Zagier Smith. Keenan Evans, obviously, is their, like, go-to player, got to have. But Zaire Smith's played incredible this tournament, too. And, I mean, I wouldn't count him out. But gun to head, I say that it's going to be the <laughs> – wait, gun control. It's not an AR-15, AK-15, AK, yeah, whatever. If you had to choose. Uh, I'm bad with things. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be Villanova-Purdue making it out. And Dude, Arkansas could have beat Purdue. No. I just want to remind you, we <laughs> yeah. just don't have we enough. Know Jay picked, we don't have we enough said evidence. Jay to did know. say Virginia wasn't like probably could slip up. He also said Arkansas was going to win the national championship. So take it, <laughs> take what you want. Uh, was that the one where Tyler was like, "Wait, he goes, wait, what?" what? <laughs> he said, "Wait," you know. He said, "He said I agree." He said, "I agree." Yeah. And then he's he like, like, "Wait, beating Purdue." No, and then he was like, I don't even have him beating Butler. Never mind. Oh. Um, in which they didn't. They lost to Butler. Yeah. Uh, but, all right. Well, all those regions are done. The main region that we want to talk about, why everyone listens, I think, and why we enjoy talking is because Kansas. So, the Midwest. We'll start with Duke-Syracuse. We kind of talked about it. Syracuse, 11 seed. Duke, 2 seed. They've played. They're in the ACC together. Duke beat Syracuse. Duke did have trouble with their zone, but if anyone's ever seen that meme like Spider-Man where it's looking at each other, like pointing at each other, have you seen that one? The two Spider-Mans looking like it's like mirror images. Coach K is getting like kind of cute this year, and Duke's running a zone now, and so it's Bayheim kind of, zone, yeah, it's which kind of, he it's kind of learned from Bayheim while they coached Team USA together. So fun fact: Coach K is not going to be the oldest coach in that matchup. Coach K is old, but Bayheim's older. He's aged well though. That might be the money, but... Uh, I don't know. I do know that Duke is probably going to win, although I'll be rooting for Syracuse. Oh, yeah. And that's talking Duke-Syracuse. Yeah, no, I mean, Duke is getting all the attention right now um, with good reason, but they would they beat them 60-44 to 44 or something like that in Cameron a, couple, like a month or two ago. So not necessarily convincing, and this is not the same Syracuse team. Clearly, this is tournament Syracuse team, which is apparently a thing now. Did they miss a tournament last year? They did, didn't they? They either make it as 11 seed or they miss it. <laughs> so, so. They're the last team in or they don't make it. Um, when they make it, though, they don't mess around. Yeah, Duke's just filled with pros. Marvin Bagley, just so name drop, Marvin Bagley, Wendell Carter, two probably – Top 15 picks. Grayson Allen, everyone knows him. He, I mean, he'll probably go in the second round, though. His draft stock's not great. But he's a senior leader, someone that you want on the team. Senior, he butt bumps, he trips, he... Yeah. And... Well, Here's yeah, a thought. So, when... I, would, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but we're assuming KU Duke are going to play. Mm-hmm. Why don't 
we have Gerald Vick just bother the shit out of Grayson Allen all Beep. game. The the <laughs> the Travis Kelsey method. Like I can't remember who it was, but it was so obvious this past year that like they told their corners like push Travis yeah. Kelsey, piss him off, try to bait him into a penalty. Beep. Do that again. You say this time. Oh, oh piss. piss. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh <I'm>, piss. <laughs> no, I know you're saying. I agree. Um, just make him frustrated because he'll. He's, he just. He in the ACC championship. He took out a dude, so he's still. He's still prone to do so. Um, I like the oh, idea. That's then. just a thought. Yeah. But before we get to Duke, KU Clemson. Oh. Oh yeah. I thought we already talked about Duke. Before KU gets to do it, guys. Oh, so before I, KU I gets used to do we. Uh, okay. You should use we. Any yeah, right fan in their mind would use we. And I hope everyone out there uses we. Clemson looked real good against Incredible. Auburn. Incredible. They were up like 20 at half or something. Yeah. I mean, they they blew them out. It, it wasn't close. I thought Auburn for sure. That just kind of shows SEC is not great this year. Pretty weak because Auburn won the SEC pretty handily, actually. And then Clemson, who was, I think, maybe the sixth team in the ACC, just got just destroyed them. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent a lot of time researching this, so I have to get it out, because I was trying to figure out this guy's name, because it's spelled weird. Marquise Reed um, is really good. I, we were kind of, I was kind of just trying to look at different players, and um, he I just know he stands out. He was their leading scorer all year. He transferred from Bowling Green, I, I just learned, actually. And... Um, I mean, it'll cause us trouble for sure. That's what they're. We were kind of talking about before. Is they've been. Everyone's like they're just shooting lights out. They got this crazy. They they can't miss. They're making all these shots. And Devoe is another one of their players who's hot right now. And then we were kind of just like, well, we have Svi, Malik, and Devonte. Yeah, so I I promised stats here. Yeah, yeah give us so, some stats. Yeah, everybody's hot on them and they're shooting and their offense. Um, their top three three point shooters go as follows. Gabe DeVoe, 39%. Um, Mitchell's at 37%. Reed's at 35%. Okay? Those are all three worse than our top three and are similar to Vic, who's our fourth best shooter. So, once again, we're just kind of creeping along, not necessarily getting credit. Everybody's like, what's KU going to do with Clemson's guards? Well, what the hell are they going to do with our guards? Um, and all, all the, They're going to go as those three go. They're all 6'3", 6'2"-ish. Um, so we definitely have some more length than they do to guard them out on the perimeter. Um, not, gar- think- not guaranteeing that we shut them down by any means, but I don't know how you look at that and don't tilt that in case favor. Well, at least. the thing that if Seton Hall didn't teach us anything, it, I mean, if it taught us anything, it's that we don't want to mess around with some big man that's good. That's the only thing about Duke is like Marvin Bagley's legit, Wendell Carter's legit, and the big man the. F- Bagley's the not as tough as Delgado court, is, though. Right. The front court is what trips us up because we just don't have the depth. Mm-hmm. And I I, would try, I think I mentioned, like, I mean, Seton Hall had some good guards, Deji Rodriguez, these people that didn't do anything against us. And, it, I mean, they were missing a lot of shots, too. But just law of averages, stat guy here, too, is that, yeah, Clemson's been hot, but I think – this break and they're going to go back to shooting how they did. So I'll take 39% from their best three point mm-hmm. shooter. They can shoot all the threes they want thinking that they're going to stay hot like this. Teams just don't. We saw it firsthand with our team last year. Yeah. Like we were hot. Everyone's like, can you on fire? They can't miss threes. And then we go cold against Oregon and we lose. So 
I I feel really good about KU in this matchup. Uh, I don't know about a, lot, a lot about Clemson, so I just watched them against Auburn. They looked incredible, which makes me a little nervous. But just based on stats and law of averages and how it's going to play out, I, I think I feel good. Devontae Graham, we didn't even talk about He had a good first game, but he played really poorly the second game. Against Shot Omaha. poorly. Shot poorly. Um, had some assists. I know, nine assists for him. So I went and looked it up because I remember we had. I mean, we talked about it. And we we're like, man, Devontae's off. <laughs> Devontae's off. He's averaging eighteen and a half and seven and a half this tournament. Well, the last game, yeah. I mean, I mean he, he had twenty nine the first game. Yeah, he didn't. But shoot But still, it nobody's well like, oh, Devontae's playing great this tournament. Right. So like, if that's if that's what you're getting out Are of the him, minutes getting to him. Yeah. That's what I want. Well, and at can least he, can he keep playing forty minutes? At least he was uh, a leader enough to recognize it too, and and let. Malik take over when he needed somebody else because he knew he knew he was going cold and he knew that somebody else was going to have to take over and he didn't do it himself because he knew he was having an off night. So, I mean, that's respectable. You don't see that out of the likes of, you know, players like Trey Young or somebody who's shooting 30 times a game. So, good to see. And, and we've got a whole week of hopefully 100% practice for Doak. So, Hopefully we're gonna see a little bit of a, a stronger presence for even though he uh he's not averaging much less minutes <laughs> per game in the tournament than he was during the season, but hopefully a full strength doke and if we can keep him out of foul trouble be able to I mean he'll have a couple inches and at least forty pounds on, on their big guys, so right. You can feed him, get him some some quality post touches. I think this is not not a blowout by any means, but I think this should be a solid win for us. Yes, I mean we won't we won't obviously be here back until after the final or until the final four after the Elite Eight. Um, so we can move on and hypothetically say that KU's playing Duke. I tried to do this last time. I said KU's playing Auburn. I thought I was going to be right, and then Auburn just got destroyed. So KU will be playing Duke. Um, and I think that's that's the game where who knows this is this, so KU's the, here's the plan for KU to win like the layout KU shoots forty five percent from three Devonte goes off Malik goes off K or Duke doesn't I mean Bagley gets his Bagley's gonna get his regardless Bagley's gonna do what Delgado did to us but if we can keep Grayson Allen from going off or Wendell Carter from going off as well with um, with Bagley, then I think we have a shot more than anyone else. I don't think we're going to be favored. I think Duke will certainly be favored. They're the talk about. Everyone's talking about them. They're mm-hmm. the team. It's Villanova-Duke. Um, How often do you think that happens in the tournament, that a one seed, not, not necessarily like other seeds in the tournament, but a one seed is potentially the underdog based on the line? Vegas like that can't happen very often but it it probably will regardless you know if those two teams are the if that's who we face in the lead eight or if we make it to the lead eight and Duke makes it to the lead eight and that's probably the game of the yeah. tournament too honestly uh we're a little biased but oh yeah I mean it there's a reason why Omaha tickets are I think they're if not the most expensive regional ever it's it's close right behind um Kansas City what last year um so yeah, definitely primetime matchup. I don't Yeah, my fear is that Duval just gets his 
against Devontae just because Devontae just you play, you, he's got to play all game, so his he doesn't ever have fresh legs. Deval is a freak. He can get to the lane whenever he wants. So that's my big fear because, like you said, Bagley's going to get his. Carter's going to clean up stuff on the inside. Got to worry about Grayson out on the wing, which I, so he's capable of doing. You really hope that he gives that gives that to you. Um, but we'll see. That's, I can already see this happening. And, of course, you're Kansas. You should have the highest expectations. You should want to wish, win a national title every year. But I can already hear the potential narratives or people getting mad and labeling self as an Elite Eight choker and throwing fits on Sunday night that KU lost again in the Elite Eight. and um, I don't know. It just it's 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 such a bummer. Dare I say it's okay if you lose to the best team in the country in the Elite Eight? Yeah, and that's what I feel like. That's what we talked about before the tournament was that if this KU team makes the Elite Eight, that's a great year. Yeah, so about right. Another thing. So last, so two years ago, Villanova Elite Eight, we played them. They beat us. That was a close game. I think there was. I, I. it's so vivid in my head still when Devontae gets called for that foul and he's on the ground. Terrible. They call him for the foul and he's fouled out. And that's his sophomore year, but he he like took over that tournament. And we lose. What does is, what is, uh, Villanova do? They win the national championship. Last year was not ideal. That year, that went on poor shooting. I don't know what it is about Sprint Center and Devontae. We kind of talked about this. He doesn't play well in the Sprint Center. And he was off. The whole team was off. We lose Josh, to Oregon. Josh got in foul trouble. That, yeah, right off the bat, mm-hmm. Josh gets two fouls. I remember that. Lane, um, and Landon has no business guarding Jordan Bell. Like that, that's just a different class. Jordan athlete. Bell, third. No, Jordan Bell's sick though in the NBA right now for the yeah. Warriors. Which he was great. Um, so then this year, it's just a bad draw. Not to make excuses and be like, oh, I mean, obviously we want KU to win, and but deep down inside, like. Not being biased, looking from the outside perspective, I just don't see us beating Duke. And it's, I don't know. Absolutely. I, I hope we're wrong. We have a chance. I mean, absolutely capable. If, our, if, 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 if Duke does, so we should have beat Oregon last year. Yeah. Everyone thought that. But same thing, Duke should beat us this year. But at the same time, anything can happen. Literally, UMBC beat Virginia. Like these games, Texas A&M beats North Carolina, the defending champions. Like Michigan State loses to Syracuse, Michigan State's the, Everyone projects him to be the top team in the nation. These things, it's a one, this isn't the NBA playoffs. And that's what I think, that's what I, it frustrates me the most about Bill Self. Like, Bill Self chokes. It's like, what do you want to do? He has one game. Like, yeah. the, the Golden State Warriors lose to the eight seed. Like, like, in one game, anything can happen. The Golden State Warriors will lose to the Brooklyn Nets or the worst team in basketball. Like, it's a one game, anything can happen tournament. That's the excitement of it. But at the same time, we talked about this. Like, it doesn't, it's hard to justify a coach based on their tournament performances. I, it, it's really frustrating. I, I completely agree, though. He loses. The narrative's going to be, will Bill Self ever get to a Final Four again? He just gets the Elite Eight. Like, you know how many schools wish, eight, eight schools get to the Elite Eight out of 300 and something. You know how many schools wish they got to Elite yeah. Eight? Like, we're Bruce very Weber spoiled. doused his suit. To get to the Sweet 16. To get to yeah. the Sweet 16. Like, it's, yeah. not that, not that our programs rant. are com- comparable. Like, of the day. But, yeah, I, that being said, fully capable of going out oh, and being Duke, no beating Duke, and it wouldn't be shocking. It would be a little shocking, but it wouldn't be like, oh my god, like, 
KU beat Duke. Like if close to if all, home. If all, if probably three, you can get by with three. At least all four of our guards are hitting. Then totally, totally capable. If Lajerald decides I'm going to camp out in the middle of this zone and just hit these twelve footers all day. Well, you got a shot, yeah. especially if they're cold. So. That's another thing we did. So we briefly mentioned Duke runs the zone now. One thing about KU, if we get hot, this is our best three-point shooting team in year. I don't ever. even – yeah, ever. ever. So it just take. I mean, yeah, if we're not hitting, that's not good, obviously. If we're not hitting threes, that, that's the MO. That's the problem with everyone that doesn't want to pick Kansas is because people aren't – they don't want to rely on a three-point shooting team because it's just – your odds Unless it's Clemson, you. and then they're probably going to beat KU. Yeah, Clemson's <laughs> probably going to go off. And we're probably spending a ton of time on this, and then Clemson beats KU, and it's like, well, not, but I I just, this is this year it seems like more than anywhere any team is capable of winning it. Mm. Well, Chicago, don't sleep. I mean, Sister Jean. Sister Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl that thinks that I'm the one. <laughs> that's really weird. That's, that's bad. That's so bad. But Sorry, it's Billie Jean. That's why I said it. If you hadn't heard that song, then I don't know where you're at. Oh, we got the reference. Yeah. I That's think why it was, it's bad. Yeah. I just think it was weird that you... It just... It's, it's just... Whenever <laughs> I think of that, it's what comes to mind. It's always... All right, Father Drew. I said I was going to give you a shout-out. I'm oh, yeah. sorry about that one. I'll give it... Only shout-out for Father Drew is you apologizing. You, we just need to go on a, a shout-out rant this time. Shout-out to the group. Shout-out to Father Drew. Shout-out to Father Happy Drew. you're alive. If you have questions about why I would say that, just reach out to Father Drew. Ask him about his uh, Saturday night. I'll tell you guys later. It's bad radio. <laughs> it's terrible radio, but at the same time... Just text Drew tell him I'm glad you're alive. If you have sins, confess. Just call him too or something. Um, shout out Seth Miller. He subscribed. Did he? Yeah. Man, shout out Seth. We were Co- in, we were in our honors, honors genetics together, and that class was over both of our heads, and it was a mess. I think the curve was like 15% in that class, so. Uh, but Gordo works with them and asked if I knew him. And Somehow I, we figured out that they knew each other. But anyways, he's a subscriber, so I figured I'd shout him out. Yeah. Who else can we shout out? Shout out to GroupMe. Shout out to, to Cable. Shout out to Paul Stahl, Coulter. Shout out to you Sam. You sound like YouTube shout out vloggers. To, like. That's what, this out. is the end, though. This, I want to give some Smash shout out. the subscribe Chuck, button I, below. I gave, I gave <laughs> Chuck a shout out earlier. Shout out to Chuck. Uh, shout you're you're going to forget somebody, and they're going to tell us about it if they listen. Who else posts a lot? I mean, there's a lot of sound. Shout out Los, even though you never post in our group. Man. Shout out Superfan Kylie Sheehy. Shout out Kylie Sheehy. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Who? I hope we're not missing on the group. Kate, Kate Smith. She yeah, she listens. She, 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 her and Kylie entered their brackets if, into the Chalk yeah. It Up pod. Shout out to everyone who got in the in the Chalk It Up podcast bracket. Yeah, let's, I think there's like 24. We should do like a little hashtag Joe Gall win, hashtag Win Kurt's shoes. Yeah, yeah. If you want them and and a free DT shirt. Yep. If you want that too, we could quickly shout out. Yeah, shout out Jay Gall in first Joe place. Gall. Joe Gall. <laughs> well, his name's Jay Gall. I know Calvin Schneider. I know he is on Kylie there. Sheehy. Brian, my brother, Kylie. She well, she's she's in second. She's got a good chance of winning if KU wins it all. We'll see. There you go. All right. Well, that's the shout outs. I don't, we didn't really go touch much on the other games as far as like Elite Eight, but we'll obviously come back and discuss before the Final Four, especially if KU's in it. 
kind of sucks once your team's out. We'll see if KU's not in it. If we lose in embarrassing fashion, you may not hear for us. If you you don't remember what happened with football season, like we thought we were gonna be big time, and we listen this off. Big time, we just thought we were gonna have a pulse, and we did not, and so we took a leave of absence. But season two, baby. Yep. And then maybe midway through season two, in in preparation for season three, Bethany brought this up, but she was wondering when there was going to be the wives pod. So oh. maybe that's something we could uh, tease. Maybe a wives pod in the in the future. Maybe they join the pod, and then who knows where the discussion is going to go from there. But possibility. Oh, and and don't sleep on Clay Young. We said we were going to get Clay Young. I'm getting Clay Young. I don't if. The, before we'll get it for our next pod. If KU goes to Final Four, I'm getting him on our next pod. So be prepared for that. No question. It's bold. I'm doing it. I don't care. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. If not, we'll get a full career recap from him yep. over the summer or something. So Clay will be on the pod. That's what I feel comfortable saying that. Yeah. Still trying to get Jeremiah Robinson on this pod too. He's Kansas State Player of the Year. Yeah, no. state champion. Five star recruit. I'm trying to see if he'll announce his uh, his decision on the pod, but me and Gord babysitted him once back in seventh grade, (laughs) and that was back when he was shorter than me and you. Yeah. Now he's definitely. But he also had bigger. Remember he he had bigger shoes, bigger feet than us. Yeah, he was like size twelve or thirteen. He was like five eleven and had yeah size thirteen shoes. So he was definitely going to grow into those. But yeah, that's it though. I don't, on to the Sweet 16. On to the Sweet 16. On to Duke in the Elite Eight. On to, let's see, Villanova in the Final Four. I'll, I'll say it. On to the next time you listen to us, you're gonna, it's gonna, we're going to be breaking down the KU-Villanova game. Dang. Hoorah.